Please, can I pray for us? Nyalin Piruna Bandida, Chukruso, in Chukule, Nyaliku, in Chukunoma, all a jerk. Yenawa, a jerk, a cola, yum, the Nangin, a cola, a cola, yum, a pinamagare, a cola, yum, the Nang, quite a nyali gum. A cola, yum, the Nangin, Nyalin Pir, in two lake, in two nom, Nakwaja Guiritan, and a cola, in Chukule, in Chukule, Nyalik, Nyalinda, Towen Wagner, Nyaligian, Rear, Banak and Luel, Nayin. A cheeriadia in a viant in area do in Chugulek, in Chugunom, and there in Warren Gadir in Gay Chukruso Vendida. Amen. First of all, I would like to thank the chapel for giving me the opportunity to share the God word and my life story or testimony. I would like to thank the Dean of Chapel. Reverend Jessica, thank you for the opportunity to share God's love together. To begin, my name is Jacob Wood, as you hear earlier. Our sermon title today is Lost Boy No More. It don't mean that the Lost Boy title will move away is mean there is a change and transformation in us. Because the life we go through was not easy. If you look back, or we look back, up to today, we thank God for the day that we are in today. And that's the reason that I titled my sermon Lost boy no more. For your record, I have a very wonderful friend of mine is write a book about the lost boys, and the book is called The Lost Boy No More. And mine is A, our different is L. And we all ride in one horse because our name is Lost Boy, and that man also is a lost boy and is now become a bishop. He was here with us, and he went back to South Sudan. My name, Jacob, was not the original that my mother gave me or my father gave me, no. My name is Thorn Gwot Ayai, which is three names, my family name. But when I become born again, I fixed the name of Jacob because it showed me that I have a new identity in Christ. Before I was not in Christ, when I moved to Jacob's name, my grandfather is total gone <laughs> because of being born again. I came from Sudan. I think all of us hear about Sudan in the news, on the internet, and elsewhere or from your friend. Sudan got independent in 2011. And right quick, it went into the war, civil war. We're not fighting Arab. 
we're fighting ourselves as a Sudanese in the South. When the war broke in 1983, we ran off. We attacked in the night. The bomb dropped. The artillery, you ran without ferrin, or you ran with your ferrin, or you ran with nobody at all, because it was nighttime, very confused. That time, my father lost, and I was not aware. We on the run, we hide ourselves on the bush. If we say here, in the western, they call jungle, but the name bush is appealed to us a lot, and also the forest. We hide ourselves. It's not like a little jungle here in Wilmore. I could be here, so I won't be here at all. So it's a really deep, very, very huge. God protect me, and in the day we run, and. Uh, the life was very miserable on the way. We end up one thousand miles, and you can imagine in the age of seven, making decision of death and life. We lost some people among us, but we don't care for the loss. If you not lost that day, you work until the end of the day. But what helped me through those working, or as a lost boy, is only God. <laughs> because we already see the work of man and the work of evil. The cause of Muslim to attack North, to attack SARS, is to invade SARS to become Islam. And SARS reject that. And that's not the first time. The war started in 1956. In 1976, we came to the agreement, and it don't work. In 1987, 1983, the war break out. And that's why we forced out in 1997. We walk on our way to Ethiopia. We lost some of our friends, some family, and we crossed the river to the other side to Ethiopia. We had a camp. The condition was not too good. The life was bad. We ran out without our food. On our way to Ethiopia, we eat leaves of trees and we drink mud water. It's not water, it's a wet mud. And we drink our own urine. Here in America, the urine used as a sample for the, I don't know how you call it, for checking how your health progresses. But to us, we drink those to survive. When I talk to some of my friends, they start laughing, I say yes. You love, but I'm burning here inside. Somebody forced me, not God, to drink my own urine. 
for survival is not funny. Always, whenever I hear my life story, it sent me right quick to the day that this thing happened. But the love of Christ prevented me to say, yeah, I have to take it easy. We're all human. But what happened if you lost your father, not because of disease or not because of the natural death, it's because evil person came and attacked you, not because of your wrongdoing or not because of something you steal or it's just because of your belief. Do we need to give up our identity because of somebody else? No. No. But God make us through this. In 1991, we ran back to Sudan and there is no any good in our running. The militia from Ethiopia attack us and kill many people among us. We run through that river again and cross the river. The river is too small, but it's running a lot. And there is a lot of crocodile. Whenever we say crocodile here, some they turn it to be alligator, we say yes, but I mean crocodile. There is a difference between crocodile and alligator. So, you throw yourself in the water, whether you, you, you're swimming or not. Some of us drone, some of us take a rope, and then they help other people by rope, and then the uh, crocodile pulls some off the rope, and also the militia shoot us. When we go out the side, the Arab militia again attack us. I lost good wonderful friends, three. We were on a group of five because we just go as a group group of 10, 20. And I lost three in front of me, shot them. And we put lay down with one of my friends. That friend didn't make it today too. But God bring me here for a purpose. When I came to America, before I came to America, we ran from Sudan to Kenya, and we lived there for nine years. And then from there, the United Nations and the United States, they have agreement to say enough is enough. We want to bring this lost boy to America. There is a lost girl among us. But the reason the lost girl don't visible a lot in our culture, if you are a girl, you have to be forced to other families to take care of you. But if you are a boy, it's okay to wander around until you figure out how you're gonna make life. But we don't let girls figure out what is the real life because they are vulnerable and they have to need a special care. And they go to another family, but boy, don't go to any family. You stay in your own family. <coughs> I came in 2001 to Houston, Texas. We brought after you finished with your interview. And I came to Houston, start my classes with ESL, English as a second language, walk my way out 
And then in 2009, I went to Pennsylvania and get my undergrad in Lancaster Bible College and here at Asbury Theological Seminary. I was not knowing that God is with me for all this process. Learning English is not a very easy thing because English is changing from time to time, it's winging. And I thank God that he hold me accountable to stay with it. And here I am now to give my uh, testimony to you. When I came to seminary, I went back to Africa to visit. And I went to the camp, in refugee camp. I saw the kid laying on the on uh, ground and women and elderly people and disabled and I say, God, where is the light here? I cry when I came back. God said that, so I have something for you. And I say, what is that? It say, Africa sunrise communities. Sunrise is more important to African cultures. If the sun goes down, there is no hunting, there is no business, there is no, the business is closed until we wait for the next day for sunrise. When I see people laying down, I say, God, there is no sunrise here. Sunrise came with the joys. I don't really care about sunset sunshine. If sun is not rise, I have a problem, and I'm worried how the day will go without this. The reason that my organization called Africa Sunrise Communities is not one community. Our problem now in South Sudan is not about Arab, it's about tribalism, and the Arab is the one who called that to get rid of the SARS. So now it brings tension to one, to one another. My role model is Nehemiah. God bring me here to prepare me. My wife and I and children, we're all American, but God need us back there. Pray for us, pray for this mission, and pray for the Christian in South Sudan. God bless you.